Today I am going to do something that I really enjoy but that I haven't done in a long time. This morning I went to Google and typed what's the best way to cook into the search bar. Google then suggested the 10 most common search queries starting with what's the best way to cook and today I'm going to answer all 10 of those questions. From helmet to zucchini, this is what's the best way to cook. I'm Chef Ben and this is Food in 5. What's the best way to cook halibut? Halibut is a delicious fish that can be cooked in a variety of ways and combined with a variety of flavors. I personally find that halibut is best when seared in a pan and then finished in the oven. To do this, you just have to get the pan nice and hot over medium heat. Splash a few drops of water into the pan. There shouldn't be any oil in the pan when you do this. If the water sizzles and evaporates within a second or two, you know the pan is hot. Add a few teaspoons of oil to the pan, season the halibut with salt and pepper, and then put it in the pan presentation side up. The presentation side is the side that didn't have the skin attached. Cook the halibut until it is nicely browned. Uh, this could take uh, from five, from two to five minutes, depending on the pan and how hot it is. Uh, then flip the halibut, add a small handful of cherry tomatoes to the pan and cook for one more minute. Then add a big handful of spinach, followed by about half a cup of white wine, Add in a few sprigs of thyme, parsley, and or basil. Then pop the whole thing in the oven at 400 degrees Fahrenheit for 7 to 12 minutes. Or until the fish is cooked. It really depends on the size of the fish. Then remove the halibut from the pan and place the pan back on the burner over medium heat. Bring the sauce to a boil and cook until a spoon dragged across the bottom of the pan leaves a line for a second or two. Remove the pan from the heat. Add in one tablespoon of butter, one to two tablespoons of butter. Stir, then pour over the halibut. What's the best way to cook beets? For my money, beets are best when roasted whole. This maximizes their flavor without making them soggy. To oven roast beets, first wash them and then pat them dry. Uh, now just cut off enough the top of each beet to make a flat surface for the beet to sit on. Toss the beets with a tablespoon of oil, with a tablespoon or two of olive oil and season with salt and pepper. Then place the beets in a parchment-lined roasting pan and bake on 350 degrees for about an hour but depending on the size, it could be a bit more or less time. The beets are done when a fork or knife is easily slid into them. Once the beets are cooked, allow them to cool for a few minutes, and then while they're still warm, pick up the beets one by one and rub them using paper towel. This should pull the skin off, leaving only the, the delicious roasted beet underneath. You don't want to use a good kitchen towel because it's going to get stained. After the beets are peeled, they can be tossed with butter and salt and pepper, cooled and used in a salad, or whatever else you can think to do with them. What's the best way to cook bacon? Although some people may disagree, I do believe that there is one best way to cook bacon. Spoiler alert, it doesn't involve water. Now I know that there are people out there that think the best way to cook bacon is to start it in a pan of water. Cook it until the water evaporates, then continue to cook until the bacon gets crispy. With all due respect, this is stupid. First of all, the water is removing a lot of the flavor of the bacon and it's not coming back. Secondly, once the water has mostly evaporated, you're left with hot bacon fat and water, which leads to lots of splatters and potentially serious burns. What you're left with may be crispy bacon, but it's going to be flavorless and it took a long time to get there. My preferred method for cooking bacon is to start it in a cold pan, lay the bacon in the pan, put the pan on the burner, and turn the burner on medium. As the pan slowly heats up, it'll start to melt the fat off the bacon. This does two things. Number one, it makes the bacon a little less fatty. Number two, the excess fat in the pan means that you are essentially deep frying the bacon in its own fat and flavor. Once the bacon is cooked on the bottom, flip it over and finish. 
Uh, drain the bacon on paper towel and taste the crispiest, tastiest bacon you've ever had. Another great way to cook bacon is to lay it flat in a single layer on a sheet pan and bake it in a 350 degree oven until it's crispy. What's the best way to cook salmon? Like with halibut, I prefer a two-step cooking process when it comes to salmon. I sear it in a pan following a similar method to the halibut mentioned above, and then I put it in a 350-degree oven until it is cooked through. This works well for fillets, but for bigger pieces, I just bake them in the oven. The most important thing to remember when cooking fish is to not overcook it. With fish, it is always better to have it slightly undercooked than slightly overcooked. You can always cook it a touch more, but you can never uncook it. Air on the side of caution. When it comes to sauces for salmon, simple is almost always better. A few teaspoons of Dijon mustard mixed with maple uh, maple syrup works really well. Fresh chopped herbs mixed with a bit of oil and vinegar is great too. Don't overcomplicate it. Salmon has a delicate flavor that is easily overpowered. What's the best way to cook sweet potatoes? There are two main ways to cook sweet potatoes. You can boil them or you can roast them in the oven. To boil sweet potatoes, leave them whole uh, and with the peel still on them. Put them in a pot, cover them with cold salted water, and put them on a burner on high. Bring them to a boil and cook until tender. Once they are cooked, you can peel them and mash them. Uh, the peel will slip right off. Eat them as they are or mix them in with something else. Starting with sweet potatoes in cold water allows them to heat up and cook more evenly than if they are started in hot water. Yes, this will take a little longer to cook, but the sweet potato will be cooked evenly rather than mushy on the outside and firm in the middle. To roast the sweet potatoes, either cut them in half uh, lengthwise, peel still on, or peel them and dice them. Toss or drizzle them with olive oil and salt and pepper. Roast them uh, in a 375 degree oven until cooked through. One other method for cooking sweet potatoes that I really love is that it, uh, and this is actually my favorite, is to place the whole sweet potato next to the hot coals of a campfire. Turn it every five to 10 minutes so it cooks evenly. Then eat it with salt and a bit of butter. Delicious. What's the best way to cook? Liver. Liver doesn't seem like it's all that common these days, but I think we would all be surprised to see just how many people still eat it on a regular basis. To get the best flavor out of liver, it is a good idea to soak it in milk for a minimum of 12 hours prior to cooking it. This will help draw out impurities and off tastes. Um, when you're ready to cook it, remove it from the milk, pat it dry with a paper towel, dip it in flour that has been seasoned with salt and pepper, and cook it in a hot pan with butter. It'll only take three to four minutes per side to cook the liver through, and it's best to leave just a touch of pink in the center. What's the best way to cook sausage? There are a lot of different ways that you can cook sausage, from roasting them in the oven to boiling them in beer and finishing them on the grill. They can be simmered in sauerkraut or cut up and cooked in pasta sauce. Because there are so many options, I honestly can't say that there is one best. But um, if you go back through uh, all my posts, there are a couple different sausage recipes, like sausage and lentils, white bean and chorizo soup, and bangers in mash. There's so many different things that you can do with sausage. What's the best way to cook turkey? Now, for my money, the best way to cook a turkey is also the easiest. Pat the skin dry, rub all over with butter, salt, and pepper, and loosely stuff it with onion, carrot, celery, and maybe a few links of sausage. Roast it uncovered in a 325-degree oven for about 20 minutes per pound or until it reaches an internal temperature of 165 degrees Fahrenheit. Once the turkey is cooked, let it rest loosely covered with foil for 30 minutes before slicing. For more creative whole turkey recipes, you can go back and check out my Four Turkeys post, Tale of, Tale of Four Turkeys it's called. Um, there's four different turkey recipes in there. What's the best way to cook kale? The best way to cook kale is to not cook it at all. In fact, don't eat it at all. It's terrible. 
Okay, but seriously, there is a way to make it taste okay. Remove the stems from the kale and discard. Cut the leaves into bite-sized pieces. Bring a large pot of salted water to a boil. Add the kale into the pot in two to three batches. Cook the kale for 30 seconds, then remove uh, and put into a bowl of ice water. Repeat this process until all the kale has been blanched. Drain off the ice water and dry the kale as best you can using a towel and a salad spinner. Toss the kale with a generous amount of olive oil and salt and pepper. Lay it out on a sheet pan and bake in a 325-degree oven for 45 minutes to an hour or until the kale gets crispy. Serve as the side with salmon or halibut. What's the best way to cook zucchini? When I was a kid, we had a big garden, and every year, without fail, we would end up with way more zucchini than we knew what to do with. My mom had found a recipe for zucchini chocolate cake, which was actually really good, but other than masking the flavor of zucchini with chocolate, what can be done with it? Well, this is, there is one way that I like to cook it above every, every other way. The first step is to cut the zucchini into long, thin noodles. You can use a spiralizer if you want. Then heat up a pan with a bit of olive oil. Add a handful of cherry tomatoes into the pan, then the zucchini. Cook for about two minutes, then add in a few tablespoons of pesto, toss, and serve. This works great as a main course or a side dish, and it is super simple. And there you have it. Ten questions asked and answered. Do you have a what's the best way to cook question that I didn't answer here? I'd love to answer it for you. You can ask me on the Food and 5 Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash food and 5 or on any of my social medias. You know what they are. Instagram at Chef Ben Kelly, Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope that you have a fantastic weekend, and of course, I hope you enjoyed this post. I'll be back on Monday with another great episode of Food and 5. I'll talk to you then.